with so many other things. Like the more diverse groups are, the better the outcome, at least from my personal opinion. Um, and that's that's also what we tried to do with the hackathon to start with. Like um, it was really, really important to me when I took over to increase diversity within the hackathon. So when I when I attended the hackathon for the very first time, I entered the room and I was like, I think one of three women in the room. So to start with, like it's basically all white men. And um I'm I'm there's still a long way to go, but I'm very proud to say that things have considerably changed already um, from when I visited first to this year's event. So we are really proactively each year reaching out to towards communities that may be underrepresented uh, and getting more diversity in there. So this, so I was just like taking the opportunity from what you said to say like diversity in so many ways always leads to better results in my opinion hey bob wp here and welcome to do the woo the woocommerce builder podcast today's show is brought to you by a2 hosting where speed and security is priority for your store 24 7 I'll tell you more about A2 Hosting later in the show, but today we are talking about larger conferences and stepping out of the old WordPress bubble. Robbie chats with co-host Robert and guest Carol Ollinger from Yoast about this year's CloudFest. Whether you listen for WordPress Insights or WooCommerce Insights, this one will hit home either way. Carol, a WordPress community leader, is lead in organizing the hackathon at CloudFest. And this is not a small and simple hackathon, which of course leads us into the first WordPress day at CloudFest and the conference in general. I'm not going to spoil any of the stories and tips for CloudFest, but I encourage you to join in and listen to the three of them as they convince you that next year's CloudFest should be on your calendar. Hello, everyone. This is Robbie Adair with Do The Woo, another episode. And we are so excited today. I've got Robert Jacoby, my partner in crime normally on this. Uh, he is here today with me. How's it going today, Robert? Fantastic. Cool. It's uh, been a crazy spring, crazy, fast, exciting spring. In- indeed. And Robert's going to be my co-host, but also he's also going to kind of be partial guest this time because we've got a topic today we're going to be talking about, which is CloudFest. Me, having never been there, I'm I'm not going to be able to give you guys much knowledge, but I'm going to pick these guys' brains. And our other guest that we have is Carol Ollinger. And look, I told her I was going to mess her name up, but... (laughs) (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Hey, Carol, how's it going today? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. What about you all? Fantastic. It has been busy. Actually, Robert and I just came from another conference. So it is, it's conference season. I tell you, it's going, it's going crazy lately. So it's good though. You know, it's, it's, it was so, it's like getting used to coming back to conferences after pandemic. I still feel like even now, I mean, and really it's been a year of conferences almost since pandemic, but I still feel like it's still affecting everything. Like I, I still feel like, wow, I hadn't seen these people in forever. And maybe it's because some of the smaller conferences are starting to come back. Yeah. Um, but you guys have been going to CloudFest. And CloudFest is the is huge. It's just huge, right? I mean, let's talk about this last year of uh, CloudFest. Did you both attend? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was, I was, I was there uh, at the hackathon and at the main event. And I think that's for Robert as well, right? 
Yes, both in uh, 22 and 23. So, yeah, we were all there for 23's Hackathon WordPress Day and the CloudFest proper. Awesome. Okay, so let's talk about the hackathon. I know WordPress has been making big, big uh, scenes at CloudFest. I'm hearing, like, it feels kind of like you're hearing WordPress every time you hear about CloudFest now. So let's talk about that. How How is that happening? How is this evolving? I just want to clarify, there's Carol's hackathon. Okay. And then there was a WordPress, WordPress day, but really an afternoon. And then, so there was almost like three events, Hackathon, WordPress Day, and CloudFest proper. Okay, awesome. So Carol, tell us, what is Hackathon? What Give us a, the elevator pitch. <laughs> yeah, so the CloudFest Hackathon is basically the open source part of um, the CloudFest. Yeah, which is like the biggest uh, cloud and hosting event in the industry. And so for a few years, for a few years now, so this is actually the sixth edition of the CloudFest Hackathon, we were trying to uh, build that bridge between the open source communities and um, the CloudFest uh, main audience, which is the cloud industry. And uh, since I think this was my fourth year being involved and the second time that I was uh, being the head of CloudFest Hackathon. So I really, really, really love this event. And uh, yeah, it's my, my favorite side project outside my main gig uh, at Yoast. And it is just fascinating for me to um, combine these two communities that I have been involved for such a long time and which are both very, very different from each other. So the WordPress community on one hand and the CloudFest community on the other hand. Mm -hmm. And it is an absolute pleasure to combine these two worlds of mine, which I cherish both and in very different ways. Well, and I'm going to say, actually, Carol, you guys are combining more than just CloudFest and WordPress in your hackathon because I was talking to some Joomla people and they were like, yeah, we were at the hackathon. We know Carol. I was like, wow. I mean, so you're, it's, it's more than just combining WordPress and hackathon. You guys have got all kinds of open source at your hackathon, right? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, as I said in the beginning, it is like the open source part of CloudFest. So we have, uh, we always have like a, a huge, number of people from the Joomla community supporting the CloudFest Hackathon since the very beginning. In the beginning, mostly the, the, um, the projects that we have been working on were pitched by the sponsor companies of CloudFest. And that changed a little bit. So nowadays, the projects that uh, we will be work on during three days and nights with, uh, yeah, between 80 and 130 hackers, depends a little bit on the year. So this year was the biggest hackathon. They come from the open source communities and from the partner uh, companies that are involved in CloudFest and in the hackathon. And uh, these can as well be from the Joomla community, from the Drupal community, from PHP community in general, from, from everything there is outside. But because of its market share and totally also because of my involvement in this event, part of the WordPress community considerably has grown in the past few years. Awesome. That's great. And Robert, you guys, you, you've been involved in the hackathon in various ways, I'm assuming, over these last few years. So tell us what's your experience with it. So uh, last year as part of Cloudways, we actually sponsored a project and pushed that forward. And there seems to be about, I don't know, 50% of the projects are in WordPress. But then you get, yeah, you get Joomla. You get CMS agnostic projects like uh, analytics and um, accessibility. 
uh, databases. It's, I mean, it, boy, 50% increase in attendance this year from last year. Uh, everyone was knee deep into actually finishing something in just a couple of days. So, you know, what's great about the hackathon, it's not just, oh, we're tossing around ideas. Stuff is really getting done that supports one or multiple projects. So so basically you've got uh, projects. Who sets the projects? Who comes up with the projects, Carol? So um, we are doing a call to projects, which is usually going out in autumn, the year before the hackathon happens. So for example, for 2024, it would be worth keeping an eye on the website uh, starting from September, October this year, because then we're going to start announcing what is going to happen next in the next edition. And then everybody can basically pitch their ideas and projects. So what we did in the last few years and also this year is we were working with project mentors, with people from the communities that are experienced, hackers to say so, but involved in open, open source work for years to help potential project leads define their ideas and set realistic goals for this three days event. Um, because it's really important um, that the projects be- became more goal oriented, which they which they have been like in the past two years for sure. So if you have an idea or an existing project that you want to boost or that you want to find more contributors, uh, yeah, the, the Cloud Hackathon is the exact right place to do so because you will find people uh, that 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 want to help build a better open web uh, with you. Um, and the best part is we, as Cloudfest, we will invite you to come there for three days uh, in, a, in, in one of the amazing themed Europa Park hotels. So the accommodation is sponsored by Cloudfest via the, co- the partner companies that are supporting our event. And uh, yeah, we're going to have so much fun there collaborating on open source projects and there may be a chance you will be able to ride a roller coaster as well. (laughs) (laughs) And win some prizes. I was going to say, there's a competition part to this hackathon, right? I mean, you guys are like judging at the end or or voting. How does that work for how you determine who who has solved the project uh, that was uh, up the easiest or the best? So this year, we actually came up with a new idea. Last year, there were physical prizes that have been uh, sponsored by our partner companies. And this year we thought like uh, to increase this open source thought and to not only build a better web, but to also give other people in the world the opportunity to help us build a better web and build a better livelihood. So uh, yeah, we decided to support a charity, which is uh, which name is Groundbreaker. And they are working with female developers in Uganda. So they're sending them out uh, through a... Uh, through, uh, kind of a developer boot camp and after a year so they are they have already been through university so they have studies in IT but uh, it it turned out they are not 100% fit and set up for uh yeah for the job markets to get started immediately so now this boot camps helps them to really get uh an actual job and to increase their chances in the market worldwide to get hired yeah especially with the remote uh, opportunities already before, but uh, even more after the pandemic that arises the market. And uh, so we decided to support that charity and we raised uh, 5,000 euros 
which covers one year of boot camp for one female developer in Uganda. And we will happily invite that person uh, next year to the Cloud for Second from 2024. Awesome. I love that. Fantastic. I love that it's open source and y'all are reaching out to support nonprofits. I love it. I love it. Um, so is the hackathon, does it have a separate website or if someone wanted to learn more about how, how to get involved with hackathon? Would they just go to the CloudFest website or should they go to another website? At the moment, it is cloudfest.com slash hackathon. Okay. Um, but we will be working on having an own presence. So now that I've said it out loud, the presence is there for my, the presence. The pressure is there for my team. <laughs> but for the moment, it is cloudfest.com slash hackathon. Okay, great, great. Well, people can keep uh, a lookout for uh, on that page to see uh, as you guys start to uh, talk about you know, posting for new projects and things like that. But if uh, someone wanted to be involved in the organization, are you guys looking for any help, volunteers for that part? Not until now. May that may change. So, Cloudfest is not is not like WordCamps organized by volunteers. So, Cloudfest is an organization uh, where, for example, I I have a contract with Cloudfest and I'm I'm part of their team as a freelancer. So, I am paid. Uh, to organize this event, which makes it even more exciting for me because I really do not have to make that choice when spending hours on CloudFest um, if I have to deduct this from some other job that I'm being paid for, which makes it so much more pleasant to really uh, put the effort and the hours that are needed to make this an awesome event into it. And that's also something that I personally prefer, and don't get me wrong, I love and cherish and respect every volunteer, 100% volunteer-driven collaboration and events. But my personal opinion is, starting from a certain size and professionalization of an event, it is really, really hard to cover that with volunteers. And sometimes I also have the feeling it is unfair towards volunteer contributors to put that pressure on them when there's so much investment, and I'm talking about time, money, and other types of investment from the companies, from the speakers, from the uh, audience. Yeah, so I personally prefer not to, yeah, to be in the privileged situation, not to have to choose where I'm spending my my hours to. I want to deliver good work, and yeah, I love doing that for Cloudchess. Awesome. Yes. And, and you're correct. There are a lot of times that trying to run large, large events with just volunteers, it's, it is a lot of work on those volunteers that that should be possibly paid. So I totally agree with you on that one. Okay. So after Hackathon, we said we've got a like a half day uh, word, word camp day, half day. Uh, Robert, tell us a little bit about the WordPress day. It was, I don't want to say it was like a last minute add on, but it was Definitely added on later to the schedule than you know the typical CloudFest planning goes, and uh, you know really my involvement in that was as a panel moderator, but uh, so uh, not like I organized or anything else. That in fact, Carol, who organized it? Did you organize it? Uh, nope, I didn't organize it, but uh, some other people from my team uh, oh, were no. leading efforts towards the WordPress day, and the idea was obviously because of the of the huge market share <laughs> of WordPress in the CMS world to, to try to find out if there's interest 
um, yeah, to give WordPress a bigger platform before the event. So I think Søren, Søren von Varschmin, who is the former CEO of CloudFest and now a, a member of the, yeah, he's chairman of the advisory board. I think he took the lead on organizing the WordPress day. So, yeah, thank you. Because <laughs> I, I don't know how it came together, but it came, it was pretty quick and uh, awesome. The uh, So WebPros was actually the lead sponsor of, or the only, the core uh, sponsor for WordPress Day, and uh, WebPros has uh, cPanel, Plesk, WHMCS as some of their um, companies in there. But it, it was it was great because it really helped bridge WordPress folk who had just come for the hackathon into actually attending the rest of CloudFest. So it kind of, I think, was like, hey, by the way, we're going to have a WordPress Day. Well, you're already here, so why don't you spend and check out the rest of CloudFest, as well as getting your typical sort of hardcore infrastructure folks, you know, from security, from performance, from, you know, hardware to come a day early to check out, okay, well, they, there's a whole WordPress day and a lot of our customers' customers are using WordPress. And so it was fantastically attended and, you know, filled the room. We had folks from Automatic in there, a lot of hosting companies, Rocket.net. Uh, we talked about security, performance. A lot of it was you know, WordPress core specific. I can't wait to see what happens with maybe WooCommerce stuff next year. I was about to ask. We, you know, I, I think, you know, baby steps. So this was a WordPress day that touched really on, you know, sort of the WordPress experience, the Word, WordPress agencies, you know, where's WordPress going? Um, but, you know, it'll be great to see how much WooCommerce they add into the mix next year, given, you know, its relationship to WordPress. I get giddy about it because there were so many WordPress folks who had never been to CloudFest before and their experience with conferences was strictly WordCamps. And even the biggest ones like WordCamp Europe, US, and now Asia did not prepare them for for what CloudFest is really like. CloudFest is a three, four, five day. I always lose track of time. Uh, Technically, I guess it's five days. Uh, Business meeting. You're, You're jumping from meeting to meeting. Everyone understands their role there in that they're willing to be sold to and they will definitely be selling. And so many partnerships are, are created. There are so many relationships, so many deals. And it's, it's, uh, it's just a, a different type of environment than what people who have normally attended work camps would uh, expect. It, you know, there is, there is a lot of caring and love, but at the end of the day, it's about, you know, how do we move the markets forward? And it's, it's, it's fascinating to watch folks who had never been there before. Mm -hmm. So, uh, and, and I do want to dig into more about the CloudFest part there, but I do have one more question about the WordPress day. And that is, what was the format? Was it, were there sessions? Was it one big session Were there, you said there was only one big sponsor. So there weren't like sponsor booths there for that. I take it. So uh, what, what was the format of the day? It was one track over the course of uh, like five hours. And so there were a couple of uh, solo or duo present, uh, presenters. So you might have two people from uh, cPanel talking about their latest uh, WordPress uh, product. Uh, I think that was what WP squared uh, was their product uh, from from cPanel. You might have uh, Jesse from Automatic slash Jetpack talking about, you know, WP Cloud. Uh, I, I'm trying to remember, uh, rocket.net plus there, you know, there were a number of those sort of like solo presentations and then uh, a couple of panels. Uh, so there was 
panels uh, I was lucky enough to sit on were performance and um, generosity at scale. So that's why it was great to have groundbreakers, you know, in the mix on the hackathon side, because then uh, Lenny uh, Leone Rosberg uh, from uh, Groundbreaker got to have a fireside chat with her as well as, oh boy, I'm going to, Matt Cromwell from WP Give, now part of Stellar. I'm just name dropping all along because, you know. (laughs) Well, all these folks put in a lot of time and effort to to be there, and you know, it's it's not like it's uh, you know some kind of wonderful paid experience. You know, you, you care about the stuff you do, and you want to be able to share it with folks. And so, uh, it was great to see everyone there. And there's even a whole like WordPress Day section of the CloudFest uh, website, so you can actually see what happened uh, during the conference. Hey, Bob WP, dropping in to give a shout out to today's pod friend. Every site you build has a potential to be fast and secure. With A2 e-commerce hosting, it's understood that your client's store is running 24-7, and that speed is critical to keep both you and your client happy. As you've heard a number of times from guests here, performance is key when it comes to your client's woo shops. A2 hosting's VPS and dedicated turbo plans will make you a shining star when it comes to your client's. They even have a one-click deployment for Woo sites that need an easy alternative. Their enhanced security won't keep yourself or your clients awake at night, and they have promised a no-hassle money-back guarantee. So consider A2 Hosting for your next client project at a2hosting.com, and let's get back into the show. So, uh, okay, so now I'm going to ask you the same question that I did about the hackathon, and that is if someone wants to learn about this WordPress day or whatever it might be called next year, would they go to CloudFest website to do this as well? Or is there another place that they should visit in the WordPress world that would tell them about getting involved? Uh, Easiest to just go to CloudFest.com. Okay, so CloudFest.com. All right. Slash WordPress dash day, but who knows how long that link will be valid. (laughs) Okay. All right. Well, again, same thing. We'll put that link, but if there's another one or an an updated one, we'll try to also include that. Okay. So now, so we talked about the hackathon. We've talked about the WordPress day, which I think are just amazing things. So if someone was going to be doing that, like Carol, you were there, I'm assuming three or four days before CloudFest even begins, right? I mean, after you finish all this work, you're about ready to drop. You're like, oh, what? now I've got to go to four or five days of a cloud fest, which is yeah. huge. What, what was the attendance uh, this last year? So we had we had 11,000 registrations. Wow. That's huge. Huge. So in, in attendance, I do think I heard about seven or 8,000, but I can't confirm it officially yet. I'm not sure if the number has been... Uh, like safely communicated yet or not, but yeah, I'd say I'd say we we, we would save about we just say it's about seven thousand five hundred or so. Yeah, that's what I heard. Yeah, it's same, same. Yeah, it's the biggest biggest cloud fest ever, and it's just like I mean I was there full week, and I think Robert as well, right? So from Friday to Friday or so. I was there from Saturday till Friday. Yeah, it's. It's exhausting. Yeah, doing hackathon, <laughs> WordPress Day, and CloudFest, you would actually need two weeks of recovery afterwards, but it is so, so worth it. Yeah, one of my favorite events in the year. And like the, the more the more people I see coming together from these two worlds of mine that I mentioned, oh, the more of a blast I have. It is it is so amazing because it has so many win-win opportunities 
from both worlds to learn from each other. And uh, I can only begin to imagine what the potential is if we, if, 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 if people like Robert and me and Lucas, Lucas Radke from Automatic and, uh, other people that are involved in these both communities, what they can do for both if we manage to bring them together and also talking about business more in the future. The way I describe to a lot of the, the, the newbies is it's a seven-day marathon that you have to run at a sprint. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's... Wow. There, it's just so many... And everyone you want to talk to, if you have an opportunity, you know, you're, you're talking to... You know, Yoast from Yoast. You're talking to you know CEOs, uh, you know across the spectrum. I mean, folks from Monarchs, Virtuoso, uh, hosting companies galore. You, you know, you really have an opportunity to connect with business leaders, uh, you know, up and down the stack, and uh, you just can't miss an opportunity. So yes, it's a it's a marathon at sprint speed. Yeah, that's a lot of FOMO. <laughs> I could see that because that at that many people, I'm sure. Uh, so, so you, uh, it's set up like a traditional. There's there's a, a booth, a area. There's sessions going on, and then you've, of course, I'm sure, got different companies doing their own private events wrapped around this. Yeah. Oh yes, I think FOMO would be pretty serious when you have that many people. There's no way you can go to everything. No, there's no way you can go to everything. It's so <laughs> and seasoned folks. I mean set up meetings a month in advance to just be able to lock in slots because you're going to get pulled and, and twisted all day long. And then you also have the parties in the evening. Like, let's not forget to mention the parties in the evening, which are really legendary and wild at CloudFest. But the good, the good news for you, Robbie, is CloudFest. Maybe, because you were talking about Austin uh, before we started here, I think it's like next weekend, <laughs> maybe, or somewhere. It's close, right? When is it, Robert? Four weeks away. Four weeks away. Okay. May 31st through June 3rd. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to be able to make it. I already had a previous obligation, so I was really bummed because I was like, it's right there. It's like a two and a half hour drive for me. Uh, Robert Robert, and I were just in Austin for a conference uh, a couple of days ago. So, yeah, so we'll see. Maybe I can make it. I, so is this the first or the second USA Club Fest? I, I I do think it has been in the U.S. a while ago, and this is like the return. But that was before my time, Robert. Maybe you know better. So there was technically one CloudFest in in the USA, but it was not like a regular conference. It was more like a executive retreat. So it wasn't uh, yeah what we imagined CloudFest to be like, and that was well, five, six years ago, Sm much smaller model of conference. This is back to, uh, you know, trying to replicate to some degree, original CloudFest. It's impossible because with, you know, CloudFest in Europe, you're trapped in a theme park. Yeah. So to talk to everyone, you know, people are going to be in Austin. There might be, you know, things like, you know, bat caves to see. But <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Well, I see that they're doing it at the uh, Omni Hotel downtown. So you're, yeah, yeah you're, you're real close to the bridge with the bats. And this is at that time of year. So you can watch the bats take off in the afternoon. But it sounds like to me, if, if CloudFest USA is just even a slight smidgen of what it is over there, no one will have time to go see bats. Everybody's going to be too busy. <laughs> <laughs> And, and by the way, if people are listening, I do see there's still uh, early bird tickets are still on uh, sale right now. So if people are interested, I did hear through the grapevine that because it's in a um, hotel, that there is going to be limited capacity. So they are kind of, I think they're expecting a sellout, right? I mean, are you involved in this one at all, Carol? 
I'm not, I'm not, because there's not going to be a hackathon. And also I can't be there. It's just too close to towards Camp Europe for me. Mm-hmm. So I, my, my heart breaks, but I'm going to give it a pass. Um, but it is, I, I would definitely, any anyone that is in the area or that is from the US or that has it easier to go there than to come to Europe, just go, just go attend, have a look. Like you're probably going to be blown away by all the opportunities and all the great people you're going to meet. I have been at Namescon last year, which is organized by the same uh, people. So it's the World Hosting Days, GmbH. Uh, so I have been at Namescon. And because this year's CloudFest is also attached to Namescon. And what I can say is Namescon has been a blast for me. It is so not uh, uh, the industry that I am used to, uh, yeah, to interact with. And that is what made it interesting. I met new people. I learned new things. And I loved it. Yeah, you know, uh, and I don't know if either of y'all attended the Merge conference. It was in Florida, like a couple of years before pandemic, I guess. And it was great because what they were starting to do is they were bringing like NamesCon. We had uh, Jim Day. Florida was also involved. Like there were like, so basically they merged like four or five conferences and basically everybody just had their conference at the exact same time in that uh, hotel and they had a shared uh, schedule. So you could see, and people, we had people, you know, coming from NamesCon over to listen to a talk about uh, Joomla, or I did a talk about uh, augmented reality. And I had people from all of the different ones coming. Crypto was the other thing that was there. And I had people from all of those coming in and it was, it was really cool as a speaker, I felt it was really cool because you got a mixed up audience. You just like, they would come up with questions you had never heard because you're used to going and speaking. Like if you speak about WordPress, you go to WordCamps, you speak about that. You go to Joomla, you go to a Joomla day, you talk about that, right? You kind of anticipate some of the questions that are coming from your audience. Mm-hmm. But when I was in a room where I had people that were there because they're do- domain resellers and buyers and, and, or they were crypto uh, and they were trying to get crypto uh, currency into uh, e-commerce or whatever, and things like this, that like they came at me with totally different questions than I had expected. And so I think it's fascinating. And it kind of sounds to me like that's with your hackathon, a WordPress day and CloudFest, that that is what's happening there. They don't call it merge, but that is really what's happening. You're getting so many different audiences there together. And it does generate more ideas and creativity, I feel like. Yeah. With so many other things, like the more diverse groups are, the better the outcome, at least from my personal opinion. Um, and that's, that's also what we tried to do with the hackathon to start with. Like, um, it was really, really important to me when I took over to increase diversity within the hackathon. Cause when I, when I attended the hackathon for the very first time, I was, uh, sent by, by Plesk, which I have been working with a few years ago. So I started helping there a little bit, uh, just trying to increase, yeah, to use my network within WordPress to get more WordPress people to participate in the hackathon. I entered the room and I was like, I think one of three women in the room. So to start with, like it's basically all white men, and um, I'm I'm there's still a long way to go. But I'm very proud to say that things have considerably changed already um, from when I visited first to this year's event. So we are really proactively each year reaching out to towards communities that may be underrepresented. Uh, and getting more diversity in there. So this, so I was just like taking the opportunity from what you said to say like diversity in so many ways always leads to better results in my opinion. And even at CloudFest USA, I think they've taken feedback from 
just a couple months ago and are, are just very, uh, you know, iterative and agile about, you know, putting the conference together. Like there won't be a WordPress day at CloudFest USA. WordPress will be sprinkled throughout the conference. So that mm-hmm. seemed more like, yeah, of course, there's going to be WordPress here. So that, that's going to be, that's going to be fantastic. Yeah, I've been seeing that as well in the emails. Like there's a lot of interesting topics are covered on stage during the main event that are directly or indirectly WordPress related. So I really like seeing that. Yeah, I uh, yeah, I'm really kind of bummed. I can't go to the CloudFest USA, and I'm really now now that I talk to you guys and learn more about the the actual CloudFest. It's Germany, right? It's Germany by, yeah. uh, at a um, like an amusement park place. Yes, yeah. is- it's the biggest amusement park there is in Europe. It's called Europa Park. Uh-huh. And it isn't isn't that clever. Like you put all the people in a in a in a huge amusement park, and there's literally nothing, nothing around. You you like Robert said, you trap in an amusement park, and this is what makes it so awesome. Like you are all gonna be stuck together for three, four, or five, or even more days, and you will interact with people, and you will all do the same things, and you will enjoy it. My favorite story from this year's CloudFest. Again, focusing on being in that trapped environment, I literally got into uh, a car to go from the hotel to uh, the main conference area. I mean, you can walk it. You can take the monorail. It's very Disney-esque. And someone else got into the car. And that person happened to be a CEO of a huge sponsoring organization at the event. And we had a conversation for 10 minutes. And then had a follow-up meeting two days later. So, I mean, that's the kind of, you know, those kind of accidents are actually very intentional at CloudFest. And it's, it's uh, really, you're just not going to get that in, at most uh, other kinds of events. Um, yeah, it, it was it was amazing this year. What is also maybe worth a mention, like for, for our audience here, CloudFest always comes up with like the most creative ideas uh, for creating uh, business opportunities. So this year, for example, CloudFest organized a roller coaster pitch. And that was amazing. I don't know if you heard about it, Robbie, but there's like this huge roller coaster called Silver Star. So they would give uh, startup uh, uh, founders or young startup companies the chance to pitch their ideas, services, products for investment. And but it had to be during the roller coaster ride. So basically, the thing goes up like real slowly. So you would have like one minute while you could actually do the hard work and pitch your idea very well. And then it would go down like crazy fast. And it was hilarious. Like I can just recommend anybody to just go through uh, either the CloudFest website or through the social media channels and use the, the CloudFest uh, tag and hashtag and see the roller coaster pitches. It's hilarious. Oh my gosh, I'm that is so exciting. I that that just cracks me up, Carol. I had never heard of that and I just love that. Now I really want look, so everyone I've ever met that's gone to CloudFest is like, Robbie, you've got to go. You've got to go. I mean, literally everybody, whether they've been to all of them, whether they've just been to one, everybody's like, You've got to go. But and I'm like, I ask questions, but I don't get a whole lot of information out of people. So I'm like, why should I go? They're like, you just need to go. I'm like, okay. But something like that, oh my gosh, that sounds like so much fun. But by the way, I scream a whole lot when I'm on roller coasters. So now oh, I have yeah. to practice my my elevator pitch screaming. I'm going to try that. <laughs> I'm going to be, I'm going to be practiced up before I go. So we have a deal. So we will all see next year a video hashtag roller coaster pitch from Robbie. 
texting her. We have it on tape now. I'm I'm definitely going to try. I do want to go to CloudFest because it does sound amazing. I was hoping to start with the USA one, but like I said, not sure that's going to work out. Because same, uh, it's very close to WordCamp Europe. Uh, yeah. Uh, this is the season. Like I said, this, so many conferences are going on, but it does make it a little bit of a, a, a task to make it to all of them. And sometimes you just have to pick. You can't do everything, but... I also have the feeling like after we've been out of practice that um, because I have done so, so, so much more WordCamps even before the pandemic and I felt less exhausted, but I really feel like I'm out of practice. <laughs> so you're getting, getting, getting into, into the groove again. Like, I feel like, okay, I've done an event now. I actually would need like two months of recovery. <laughs> you know, I, uh, no, I, no, I really do think the pandemic it affected us down deep because I was always an extrovert, always an extrovert. But I do find you're right, Carol. Now I go to these conferences and, you know, and, and I actually went to New York too, just for a, actually a pleasure trip. It's the only one I had this year so far. And I was just like, I was exhausted of people. I will, cause you, you know, we had two years basically, we were locked in our houses all by ourselves. So even for us extroverts, now we're like feeling like, wow. So I think we've actually, it might have turned some of our extroverts into quasi introverts, which is quite yeah. interesting. Because <laughs> I never thought I would be. I had these conversations before. Yeah. Or we're just getting pickier and choosier. Like, <laughs> we're, if we're going to spend 3,000% energy, we can only do it, you know, once a quarter instead of once a month. Yeah. Maybe also, so. we're getting older, but don't say it out loud. <laughs> Shame on you, Carol. We never say those <laughs> words ever. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting wiser. That's right. I was about yeah. to say, we're getting wiser. <laughs> exactly. No, but I have, I've had this exact same conversation. That, um, so I would also consider myself an extrovert, at least 100% before the pandemic. But I do feel like there's an introvert, an introvert side of me that has been severely triggered during the pandemic, where I need my breaks in between, or where I would, would hide in the, in the bathroom at a conference to at least five minutes be me, myself, and I <laughs> recover and not talking. <laughs> well, I can say at WordCamp US, though, I was just so happy you had little Buffy there. So I could just like take a minute and pet Buffy. I was using Buffy as my emotional support dog yeah. at, at Camp USA. <laughs> Everyone did. <laughs> actually, I actually had that experience with people that, uh, and, and also that was not WordCamp related, but that was this weekend, like literally two days ago, I was at a conference that was not WordPress related and there was a young, very young speaker. She was 22 and she only, um, she only knew two or three days before the conference that he had, she had to jump in for another speaker that dropped out. And she was so nervous. She was so nervous that she stood there crying. And I went there and I first talked to her, like trying to, to give her a little bit of like more self-confidence and, and comfort her. And then I took Buffy and I was like, Hey, look. There's, a, there's my little doggy girl here. And, and and they started interacting. And then I put Buffy in front of me so she could see her while being on stage. And she aced it. Aww. She aced it. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is so good. So it's not only it's not only me that Buffy is able to help, but also I can mm -hmm. I can even uh yeah, amplify that and other people that may need a break or a little bit of yeah. Focus exactly shift. Yes, it, well, little Buffy, she, poor thing. She's going to need she's going to need recharge times between these events because we're all starting to use Buffy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Buffy's going to be like, nobody talk to me. I just need a week. <laughs> she was she was also at Cloudfist and she will be in Athens. Fantastic. Fantastic. Okay. Well, guys, uh, we're kind of running out of time here. I really thank you because, as like I said, not having been to Cloudfest, I, I just really didn't understand what all was going on. It really sounds awesome. So I think I'm going to have to put it on my calendar now. Um, so tell people where can they find you guys if they want to contact you after this. Carol? Yeah, I think for me, the easiest is on LinkedIn and on Twitter. So it's always like my first name and my last name, Carol Olinger. And yeah, I'm also on the WordPress Slack. Or All right, everybody. We will uh, we will talk to you guys in the next episode, or you'll listen to us talk in the next episode. And uh, hopefully go check out CloudFest. If you haven't done it before, or after hearing these guys talk about it, I know I'm interested. I'm going to go take a look at it. Um, but I think everybody should. Is, and can you imagine if it grew any bigger than that? That's a lot of people. It'll be fun. <laughs> Anyway, thank you guys both for being on here and we'll talk to you next time. Thank you, Robbie. Thank you, Carol. Thank you. Bye-bye. Hey, everyone. Bob WP here. And I loved hearing even more about the Cloud Fizz. We did the same thing last year with Jonathan and Robert. In fact, I planned on going this time around, but our move to Porto got in the way. In any case, experiencing a conference like this is a must if you haven't already like to give one more shout out to A2 Hosting and the dedication they have to helping you build fast and secure sites for your clients. Just visit them at a2hosting.com. And if you are interested in coming on one of the many different show styles we have here, check it out at dothewoo.io. So until the next time, keep on doing the woo.